Buenos dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 30th of December, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. After the news of the first Starbucks in Venezuela caused a stir on social media, several journalists contacted the company and its subsidiaries Nestle and We Proudly Serve to confirm the legality of the franchise. The We Proudly Serve program confirmed that Starbucks does not have any official franchise in the country and that the official distribution of its products is only done by the Nestle company. The Venezuelan Chamber of Franchises assured that the store is not affiliated with its board of directors. So the Starbucks franchise would not be operating legally in the country. In spite of all this, the store is still open. On Tuesday, the 28th of December, the Venezuelan state-owned airline Conviasa stranded more than 200 passengers in different Latin American cities. Conviasa sold direct flights from Caracas to Buenos Aires. The airline made a stopover in Bolivia without informing users and suspended services without stating the reasons. Passengers in transit were stranded at Biru Biru Airport in Bolivia, in Maiketia, Venezuela, and Ezeiza Airport in Buenos Aires. Later on, Conviasa announced that all their flights were canceled for not having the necessary permits. Passengers stated that they had paid more than $1,000 for each ticket and that they will sue the airline. On Monday, the 27th of December, the European Union established new travel rules that will affect Venezuelans. As of December 2022, travelers from Latin America must register online with ETIAS, the Travel Information and Authorization System, in order to enter the Schengen Zone. As of December 2022, travelers from Latin America must register online with ETIS, the Travel Information and Authorization System, in order to enter the Schengen Zone. As of the end of 2022, all Venezuelan citizens must apply for an ETIS visa waiver. Obtaining an approved ETIS involves paying the visa waiver fee with a credit or debit card as well as having a valid email address. Once the ETIS is granted, the approved travel authorization will be sent to Venezuelan passport holders in PDF format to the email provided during the application process. On Friday, the 24th of December, two minors and an 18-year-old girl were arrested while entering Trinidad and Tobago. The three siblings were traveling with their mother and entered the country illegally to try to reunite with their father, who has been residing on the island for several years and already has legal status. Jose Ramon Herrera, the father of the youngsters, affirmed that he tried to obtain the permits for his family to enter legally, but assured that Trinidad and Tobago has the order not to give a legal status to any more Venezuelan migrants. On the 27th of December, the girl and her younger brother, who are also musicians that are a part of the Simon Bolivar Symphony Orchestra of Venezuela, were repatriated by the government of Trinidad and Tobago. They have lost contact with their parents, and it is not known with certainty to which city in Venezuela they were returned.
In its latest report, the United Nations stated that Venezuelan migration has grown by 8,000% since 2014, and that this phenomenon has forced several countries to reformulate their laws either to help or restrict the immigration of Venezuelans since a large percentage of them travel without any kind of documentation or personal identification. On Friday, the 24th of December, the UN Refugee Agency reported that it will reinforce its presence on Chile's northern border in view of the increasing arrival of Venezuelan migrants entering the country on foot. Since November, an average of 500 Venezuelan migrants enter the country daily through these borders. On Wednesday, the 22nd of December, the Peruvian government expelled 41 Venezuelans from its country as they had entered legally and had a history of violent crimes in Venezuela. However, the government of Nicolás Maduro did not allow the entry of the plane on which the criminals were to be transported into the country. The authorities were forced to reschedule the trip. Now, let's move on to economic news. The New York court ruled on Friday the 24th that Petróleos de Venezuela, PDVSA, must pay around $60 million in unpaid loans and interest to Retree Investments LLC. The company's claim dates back to 2019 after it made loans to PDVSA in 2015 that were not paid on time. Within the country, the production of agricultural products is not doing well. Currently, the corn harvest is 70% lower than 10 years ago. These figures are due to the shortage of seeds and fertilizers in the country and fuel shortages limit the use of heavy machinery. Farmers stated that also the increase of checking points from the farm to the cities make the final price of the products very high and makes most of the agricultural items unprofitable. The situation plus the increasing importation of products from all around the world is pushing domestic producers up against the wall. The Venezuelan Chamber of Dairy Products reported that many of the imported products do not have the required sanitary permits and that currently within the country, dairy products from Egypt and Colombia are distributed without any kind of sanitary permits and do not pay any kind of taxes. These products not only threaten local production, but also the health of consumers. On Wednesday, the 22nd of December, Venezuela signed a hydrocarbons agreement with Equatorial Guinea. The agreement signed by Tariq El-Assami, Venezuela's Minister of Petroleum, commits the country to provide technical assistance to support Equatorial Guinea in the development of the oil sector. The rest of the content of the agreement is confidential. On Sunday, the 26th of December, Nicolás Maduro invited Arab countries to invest in Venezuela. He assured that in the country, they will have all the legal guarantees to ensure their investments and that they can invest in a wide market ranging from oil and mining to food production. In addition, he assured that Venezuela has a virgin island the size of Aruba where they could invest in tourism. The island would be Isla La Tortuga in the north of Venezuela in the Caribbean Sea. And to close this edition and the year, we have two pieces of good news. The first is that the Venezuelan Carol 
Mi Burrito Sabanero, was included in Billboard's ranking of the 100 best Christmas songs of all time. The carol was composed by Hugo Blanco and released in 1972 by the group La Rondallita and has been covered by many artists since. The second news is that NASA certified the discovery made by a Venezuelan teenager. 13-year-old Miguel Rojas discovered the asteroid 2021 GG40 in April of this year. The asteroid orbits between the planets Mars and Jupiter and its legal certification was achieved thanks to the help of several countries that confirmed its existence and brought the news to NASA. Bravo, Miguel. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. The year is coming to an end, and so are our ideas to get more listeners. What about you? Any suggestions? Let us know by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at rorschachvenezuela and Twitter at rorschachv. Help us spread the word about what we do. Happy New Year. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.